What's going on, guys? We are on base with Mookie Betts. This is my uh, first show. We got uh, Christian Yelich here. We're live in the BR app. Make sure you hit us up in the comments with all the questions, comments, whatever it is. Um, so, without further ado, we're going to get to Christian Yelich. What's going on, Yelich? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. First of all, you ain't had to do me like that yesterday. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, I'm sure you you've know. gotten me before in the last 10 years at some point. <laughs> at some point. I was grinding. Yeah. Thought I had me a nice little soft single. Uh, you're you never, you're nice never grinding. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> all right, so, Yelly, uh, I thought we, had, we, had, we have a nice connection. Mm-hmm. Um, 2018, we're both MVPs. Um, I want to run off your stats real quick. So, obviously, 2018 NL MVP, your two-time All-Star. Is that three time now? Two. Two time all star. Yeah. Three time silver slugger and a gold glove winner. That's uh that's some dope stuff, bro. It's no Mookie it's no Mookie Betts. It doesn't have to be Mookie, it's, bro. It's close. We got, is, a little, we got a little something. Yeah, a little something. You know, this is Christian Yelich, bro. So um what do, tell me tell me about two thousand eighteen. What do you what do you uh, remember the most? Um, you know, it was my first year here in Milwaukee, so um kind of how it is when you're kind of learning a new place new team um you know I, all i'd known was miami and the marlins um at first and then come here kind of just getting your feet wet and then it turned into a, a special season kind of just after the all-star break where um you know things started clicking we had a good team um we actually ended up losing to the dodgers before we were going to play you guys um in the world series uh-huh. that year and then that was a dope series too it was kind of kind of went either way. That yeah. one that one still hurts a little bit. But uh, <laughs> you lost to your boy Belly too. We lost we lost to Belly. Belly was the one that beat us in uh, in Game Seven. Pretty much, yeah. he hit the he hit the two run homer. Yeah. And that was kind of a wrap for us. But uh, it was a cool it was a cool season, man. That's kind of how we got to know each other a little bit after mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, we knew T. Shaw and um, yeah. Brock Holt kind of. Oh yeah, kind of got to know you through the, yeah. through those two guys and then playing against each other, obviously. So what what like in that season, like what clicked? You know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of can yeah. you say what clicked? Because I can tell, like, yeah. for me, I found a mechanic, right? Yeah. I found a mechanic that I could just repeat over yeah. that's, and over. That's what I was going to say over. is, uh, you know, you're always tinkering in baseball, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. you're always trying to, you're always trying to get better. Um, you know, nothing ever stays the same. Like, you have to find, and then when you have those really special years, like, like you said, it's it's one little thing that you can repeat over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a simple cue or a simple movement yep. that you can just you can do all the time. Yep. It just puts you in a good position. It doesn't matter who's pitching. Right. And you're just like, I have control of everything. Yep. Like you're just like, I'm on time for everything. And this is how it goes. And so that's kind of what happened was it was more of a timing thing than anything. Mm-hmm. It was like I changed the timing a little bit to be just like a little earlier. So you just see everything a lot better. Yeah. And then really just like where you're making contact gets better. And then you start driving the ball. You um, know what sucks? Like trying to find that again. when Because oh, when it yeah. goes – it goes when you're in the when you're in the middle of it you're like oh this is never going to change yeah. i'm going to be i'm going to be doing this forever <laughs> <laughs> and then when it goes man it's uh it's tough to get back it's one of those things where you know it's one of the most frustrating sports mm-hmm. for for a reason just because you know it's just you can be there forever and then yeah. one day you just show up and then it's just gone, it's gone randomly you know? and how does you, that happen we spend all day and night i'm sure you hit yeah. In the mirror, right? Oh, yeah. You take BP in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Everybody Just like does. all of us. Whether do. they admit it or not. Exactly. Everybody, <laughs> everybody hits in the mirror. 
Everybody. And you try and repeat this move and it just doesn't come back, you know, yeah. but it's, you know, it is what it is. But you're just constantly adjust. Like you have to, I think each year you have like a new swing, whether it's yeah. major or minor, like each year is its own year. So like your the way your body moves, everything kind of changes. Um, whether that's you get older, you deal with injury stuff, like you're always kind of trying to make adjustments and get better. And I think the guys that can do it for a really long time at a, at a high level, they're, they're able to, to make changes and adapt to the game, getting older, their bodies. Um, and like so you that's kind of what you do. Like you, you're like, you know what, in 18, 19, whatever years, right. Yeah. I'm just not that guy anymore. So I just got to be the guy I am right now. Yeah. You just kind of try and work with what you got. And like, trust me, I've been, I've banged my head against the wall for years, mm-hmm. trying to, trying to like repeat that and get that back. And then at some point you got like, all right, I just got to make an adjustment and kind of started doing that the last month or so yep. of just like, all right, whatever that was, it's just like, it's not working like that right now. Maybe it comes back at some point, but you got to do what gives you a chance to succeed. Yeah, Cause I, I mean, if, if you think about it before, even when the mechanic clicked, it just kind of clicked. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just happened. So, mm-hmm. you know, and you weren't necessarily looking for it. It just kind of happened. So happened, maybe yeah. we're looking for something that, just kind of happens well there's no there's no one way to do it i don't right, think like yeah. you, you think that's the only way because like that's when you had your most success you're like mm-hmm. i want to chase that but if you watch guys around the like everybody hits different so yeah. there's not really one way to do it and really all it is is just putting your body in a position consistently to like yep, to have success mm-hmm. like to to be on time to be in a good position to like launch from and, like mm-hmm. that's all you really need to do how you get there doesn't really matter it you know? changes. That right. Changes so like too. it can change. And like once you do that, you're like, all right, I just got to figure out how to get there. Whether yeah, it's yeah. the way I did it in 18 or the way I'm going to try and do it now. And like it's just a game of constant adjustments. And the guys that can adjust good, those are the guys that those are the guys stick that always, around for yeah, a long time. Yeah, you're right. All right, bro. So um, there's a little game. It's called uh, on base and off base. Basically like true or false. Yeah. Um, you're, either, you're either in or out. All right. So the first thing. Getting Chipotle 142 days in a row. Off base? I mean, everybody – so I've seen that a bunch, and trust me, like, you played in the minor leagues. When you're in the minor leagues, <laughs> you're going to Chipotle decent yeah, amount. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just what it is. You're in a bunch of small towns. There's not a ton of options. So if you're like, all right, like, let's go. I don't know if me and JT went – we didn't definitely didn't go 142 days in a row because okay, that's, so that's, me, that's psychotic behavior. That. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's that a little is. crazy. We did go a lot. We did go a lot because I think it was in um, it was in Greensboro. And then somebody said somewhere along the line, like in the last few years, that like we just went every day. And they then just they just kind of ran with it. They started putting it on scoreboards and mm-hmm. stadiums. And then it kind of just took off. But So are you ever just going to like roll with it with them? Sometimes I just told him just just roll with it. Like, yeah, it's cool. I got I got one of those uh I got one of those Chipotle cards out of it. So you still got one? I did. It's it was like the they do it for like a year. So, so I had it for like a couple you like years. Completely off Chipotle now because you did that. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not off it. I wouldn't say I definitely don't go as much as I used to in, okay. the, in the minor leagues. But okay. it's in the it's in the rotation every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about uh, taking your shoes off on the plane, off base or on base? Uh Probably off base. I think on on our on our you don't want to be comfortable on our flights. Yeah, you can. I feel like yeah, but if you're going on like a normal commercial flight, yeah, no, no. But on the flights we do during the season, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I wear socks. Yeah, you can do whatever you want on 
regular commercial flights and then i just will dispose of the socks because you know airplanes are nasty but you just, i like, walk through the airport you, with socks on? no i don't do oh, that okay. just the plane though I, okay. I won't get comfortable i don't know i'm on base that's so. fair that's fair I get it. I gotta I get, try that out then. I can't say I'm in, I'm in or out on that because I have no, never tried it. Well, I mean, we're just gonna roll with off base because, uh, <laughs> All right. you know. But but on in uh, regular fights. So what about darkness retreats? <laughs> never done a darkness retreat. I have to ask Aaron about that one. <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, please. Yeah, <laughs> see, so he's big. I mean, I figured. I figured. Have you ever done one? No, I figured you and Aaron, y'all were cool. Y'all here in Milwaukee I feel together. Like, I feel like four days, four days in the darks, uh, or three days, however long it is, it's a little, it's a little. Do you much. know what it's supposed to be for? Like that, that like I, I'm, what is it? I supposed don't to be really for? know. I feel like you're supposed to like see things, maybe, or you kind of just oh. spend time with like it's How like sensory deprivation you where can you see kinda, things in the dark. Maybe mm -hmm. I kind of heard that if you spend like a lot of time in the dark, you start to like have like hallucinations and stuff, and like see some stuff and learn about your life so you i don't know i've it. never i've never done it and mm -hmm. i don't really plan on doing it right now but okay so you're on the street you're off on on darkness retreats what about For um now. comparisons to to pete davidson you in or, <laughs> in or out on that i've gotten that a lot yep uh mm -hmm. i think it started in 2014 or 15 i did the it was on intentional talk yep. and some of they asked like if you ever get any comparisons and that was like before pete kind of took off he was still he was on snl still but he was kind of just starting out um and they said it on there and then it kind of got back to him and he came out the city field yep. when we played the mets there dressed up um as me and kind of took bp <laughs> which they didn't tell anybody that he was coming so like the the strength coach who was running stretch was like Who's this guy? Like, he no, just, they just didn't started, know. He started yelling at him because <laughs> the Marlins didn't tell anybody that he was showing up. They just like rolled him out there, and they Maybe thought it was like a fan or something. So, what's the what's the weird? Have you ever had like a weird place that you were like, "Oh, that's Pete Davidson"? No one's ever come up to me and thought I was like actually Pete, mm -hmm. but every night we play, mm -hmm. somebody's screaming so Pete, Pete Davidson at me, especially so, on the road. Do you see it or no? Are you like I don't know? He I've. I've met him a few times and he, he knows about like, cause he gets it a little bit or he used to get it a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Um, we kind of both agree that we don't really look too much like each other. So but, you're off uh, base on Pete Davidson. Probably. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What about, uh, the home run celebrations with props? Yeah. I mean, I guess you kind of have to be on base about it. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> I'm, does. Yeah. It. I'm like, all right. It's kind of, it it kind of just how the game's going. Yeah, now. like I I could I could take it or leave I mean, it on you that. Play, one. You got to play in the WBC, so right. So, what'd you think of that? By the way, it was amazing. It's amazing, right? That was the best baseball experience I've ever. It's incredible, and people get mad when you say that, but it's just a different. It's a different experience than it's a different anything experience. else. Because I went into it being like, okay, like I'm getting out of spring training. This would mm -hmm. be cool to play for Team USA. Like, obviously, you want to win, and it's pride. And then when you show up and that game starts, like, you have, like, this whole nother, like, it, competitive feeling. Where, like, different. we're not losing. We can't lose. Like, completely can't. different. And then the yeah. atmosphere is incredible. Um, so it's really hard to describe to people until you've, like, actually been a part of it. Yeah. And it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. And, like, you want to do it as many times as you can because it's, A, it's better than spring training. It's way better than But then than it's just, training. like, you get to play with, like, in all-star games, you, you're there for, like, two days with the mm -hmm. guys. It's so busy. Yep. And you don't really have a time to like, it's, you're not really on the same team. Like for that, you're on the same team for like two weeks yep. and you get to play with these guys and talk to them. And that was the thing. I think that was the best thing was getting to talk to them and um, 
getting to learn their routines, right. what makes them them go, getting to see them be competitive as well, you know? Yeah, that was the coolest part was just seeing guys like do their thing and obviously some of the best players in the game. Like, and then you come together. Yeah. I think that was the what I really enjoyed the most is that it was, I don't even know how many guys are on the team, but yeah. just we're not all random. We kind of know each other, but you get in, you get in that and you just come together. Like you yeah. don't, I don't know these people, right? But we're all on the same team. We're rooting for the, yeah. rooting for each other. Well, you, you become, know a, you got, you get the plane rides, bus rides. You go to dinners. Like you got practices together. Yes. So you become a team, and especially over that amount of time, and then short, you're in that atmosphere where it's like you're with the boys, and a lot of the times, like you're the, you're not the team that everybody's rooting for, mm-hmm. depending on mm-hmm. like what city or stadium yep. or team you're playing yep. for. So. It's a cool atmosphere when it's like you and the boys against like 45,000 yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. It's, it's sick. All right, so what about the pitch clock? I like it. I, I really do. I, I kind of wish it was I kind of wish it was 20 seconds the whole time. Okay. I think I think that would make it a little bit easier. I mean, I f- I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like the the 15 seconds with nobody on base like if you look down at all, yeah, like you're looking back no up time. and it's like, no it's time. like a 10 and you're like, Oh God, there's no time. You know? no, I, I think it's dope. I think it really has helped. Like, like last night, I mean, you guys scored nine mm-hmm. and, um, usually when that happens, it's a long, that's game. a long yeah. game. Keeps it moving. Yeah. But the yeah. game was still under three hours. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's great. You get home, eat dinner. Right. I think you it know. shows how much dead time like there used to, like nobody likes that four hour nine inning game. Mm-hmm. Like those would mm-hmm. just those would just drag, you know, and it, it makes the season so much longer too, where you're just like you're out there like you said, if you're getting blown out or you're blowing somebody out, like the game kinda just crawls and then you know, you kinda got a guy out there walking around taking yep. a, a yep. minute between yep. pitches. Yep. You're just like, come on, man! Like, let's move, let's move this thing along. But it's been good. I think it it, it was a little bit of an adjustment period. Yep. And, um, obviously, you're gonna have the every now and then. You know, you're gonna get you're gonna get banged with a strike yeah, or, I got or something's gonna, something's gonna happen. Yeah. But I think for the most part, it's good. And I, I've I've liked it so far. So, staying on the pitch clock situation, what do you think about? Because a, a couple guys got banged mm-hmm. when they had their going home party like so yeah. when i go back to boston i'm just gonna have to take a strike you know what i'm saying or or you know what i think they yeah. can submit they can now i think they said i'm submitting it for them <laughs> well, I i'm feel getting like, that so I, I i i think that that's crazy how you gonna bang somebody you know what i'm saying i just feel like there should be some feel there like it's not yeah. that hard to like know like you're not trying to waste time yeah like I'm you're not, not you're not there being like oh I, I don't care like i'm just gonna I'm just going to take five minutes before I get in the mm-hmm. box. Like obviously you've won world series MVPs for, you know, it's that team. city and, yep. and team. Like obviously they're going to show you love. Just like when belly came back and played you guys. And yep. um, he got banged. Yeah. And we were did. all like, Oh my gosh. None of right. us wanted that. None, yeah. none of us wanted it's that. Like, you know, come on. Like the umpires know what's going on. Like they're not trying to, and I, I don't know if they just don't have a choice or, or what the deal is, but, uh, and that kid that made his debut after, 13 yeah. years in the, in the minor leagues gets Got a stay ovation like hey bud oh one <laughs> yeah that was crazy <laughs> go get him that was crazy yeah so all right so um the main point of the show is i want to i want to know like kind of how you got learn about mm-hmm. you but also how you got to christian yelich you know what i'm saying and so kind of talk about your life a little bit so 
grew up in Southern California, yep. Thousand Oaks. Mm-hmm. I think I live like 15 minutes from there, by the Did way. You? Yeah, it's close. Great area. You, uh, great area. So you grew up going to Dodger games. Yep, all the time. So you were a Dodger fan. Yeah. I remember I sat in the, uh, every time we play there, I kind of know like where in the stadium like I used to sit as a kid. Oh, really? I think okay. my first ever Dodger game up in the blue seats. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the third baseline, maybe like the third or fourth row up in the in the the top section. I don't remember who they were playing. I, th- I want to say either like the Reds or the Phillies or somebody like yeah. that. But then, um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was where I used to sit. And then, yeah, every now season and- tickets up there. No, no, no season, <laughs> no season tickets. But uh, I had buddies and stuff. There was like I think I had a friend or two that maybe their family had season tickets or they would go all the time and then you'd mm-hmm. get a sit in like the lower bowl. Okay. And I thought yeah. that was the coolest thing ever because yeah. you're like on the first level and you got to watch, you know, a major league game like that close when you're a kid or mm-hmm. like changing in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium, like coming from a baseball game, <laughs> changing out of like your baseball uniform, Nasty. putting on like regular clothes, yeah. probably just smelling terrible yeah. when you're like 12 years old oh, yeah. going to a, going oh, to a Dodger game. showers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know exactly so that was, that was pretty, that's pretty cool. So give me, give me like, what about, uh, you got like three, favorite baseball moments that you remember from Dodger Stadium from the from Dodger Stadium um it's okay I think just like just like my favorite thing about like going to games as a kid was just like get in the parking lot and like walking up to the stadium okay like you know like you're going to the game like you're not in there yet but like you see the stadium and you know now we kind of get so used to it because like that's just like your that's your office you go there Mm -hmm. every day so it's like it kind of wears off a little bit where yeah. it's like, yeah, this is cool. Like, obviously it's, it's awesome playing in the big leagues, but when you're a kid, like you see like the big stadium and then like you finally get in and you can, you see the field mm-hmm. and you're like, damn, like this is cool. And like, I vividly remember sitting there with like my buddies and stuff being like, man, that'd be so cool to be out there one day. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I wonder all the stuff that these guys get. Like, you know, like oh, when, you're, yeah. the when you're a kid, like you gear. care about the gear, man. Yeah, you care that's about like, all you the want. batting gloves and like the cleats yeah, and all that stuff. That's and, all you um, want. That's like I I still I still remember that and like all that and I remember the first time playing at Dodger Stadium was was something it was super cool mm-hmm. and, uh, I remember being pretty nervous actually for it and you know you yeah, had probably like, had a lot of fam there a ton of people yeah. the first time and then year after year after year it kind of trickles cool. down and like you still have like your your core group of buddies and family and stuff that goes when you're out there but. Um, I remember having a ton of people and I just remember before that game, I was like, man, if there's any game like not to suck. Like, just please be this one. <laughs> like, four days from now, you can do terrible. But, <laughs> yeah. but tonight, like, please do good. But you're, you're uh, a Jeter fan growing up as well. Yeah, I like Jeter. I mean, that was just kind of when I was learning baseball. Um, like, the Yankees were always on TV. Yeah. Like, the late 90s, yeah. they were always winning. They were always in the playoffs in the World Series. So, as a kid, like, you don't know a ton yet. You just kind of watch sports on TV. And so watching the playoffs, seeing Jeter, obviously um, the role he played on those teams and being on the Yankees, you kind of became familiar with him. And so um, I really like watching him play. Mm-hmm. I think the guys on the Dodgers at the time was like, they were like Sean Green and Eric Gagne and Eric Karros. Like those those guys mm-hmm. um, were playing when I was going to the games back, back then. But um, yeah, it was cool. So – would it have meant a lot if you could could have put on a dot? Like, would you have been like, man, I wanted, or you didn't care? You just wanted to to just be in the league. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I mean, it's just one of those things where you just don't know how your your career is going to play out. Like, you yeah. don't necessarily have control of where. And you, I, know, where I mean, you not end now. Up. No, yeah, saying, but know. as a kid, like growing up, you're like, yeah, this would be 
it's be really cool just because that's where you that's where you learned baseball you yeah. know it's like um listening to vin scully and just yeah, like yeah, going yeah. to these games and like i grew up yeah 30 40 minutes from the stadium so we'd go did to you, angel games did you, every play, night. did you get to play with jeter as well like uh did you play against him in spring training one time okay. it was uh was that, was that cool super cool it was in it was in uh we played in panama for a uh mariano rivera like oh, just retired okay. the year okay. before so it was like marlins yankees in panama for like a tribute series yep. to to mo oh, and uh i think i might have been a rookie or had like a couple months in the league at that time and cc was pitching mm. i was leading off and jeter was playing shortstop yep. and um i kind of remember like getting in the box like looking out he's doing like his whole like pre pre-game pre-pitch routine and i remember like oh like this the big leagues yeah. <laughs> kind of like time um, like time yeah. i need i need a second and then uh get back in and do it but i, I remember that being pretty cool um yeah, yeah i got to meet i got to meet him and uh I don't really get nervous when I meet people. No. Um, but maybe it's because I was I was 21 and my debut in Yankee Stadium and um the day that the day before I got to meet him and I was shaking. Yeah. I was shaking when I got I to was meet nervous him. too, actually. Yeah. But like he you has said, just this presence. Yeah. Well it's just different. Yeah. Like, you know, like you said, you get to meet a lot of cool people. Um, especially doing what we do. Like you get to mm-hmm. you just meet a lot of people, but there's a few. There's a few people where you're like, oh, yeah, like and he's he's one of them. Yeah, he he's was definitely he was definitely one of them. So you uh, planned. I'm assuming you signed you signed a, a letter of intent to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, the Marlins drafted you. Yeah, I know you signed right before yeah. the deadline. So I didn't think I was gonna like when I when I committed to college at the time. Like I actually thought I was gonna go to college. Like I wasn't yeah, one of yeah, like yeah. I wasn't like a super hyped draft guy. Like some of these guys that are in, in high school now are call like they know that they're gonna be drafted in like the first round and like, there's no chance they're going to school. I wasn't really that guy. Like I never made a team USA. I never made any of like the All American games. Were, were the exact same? Right. Like I never made any of that stuff. Tried to got cut from all of it. <laughs> but. uh I was like, I wasn't a great showcase player as a kid. Yeah, like, yeah, I could, you just a good baseball I could player, hit, bro. Like, our arm was not good. Like, I could run a little bit, but I was never like the fastest sixty guy. I was never hitting the farthest homers in BP. Like, but when the game started, I could always play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't necessarily like show up in the in the showcase format because like you don't have any tools that like jump off the page. Yeah. You know. So at the time, like I thought I was going to college when I committed, and there was a. There was like a showcase of like the Urban Youth Academy out in LA um, with like a bunch of kids and everybody from like all over like the West Coast of the United States. And like the kind of the stars just like aligned that day, like had a really good showcase, like played really good in the game, had like a really good batting practice, ran a good 60. Uh And then like the game started and got a bunch of hits. And then after that, kind of started being in the the draft conversation okay. but at the time of like making the college commitment I, was, I thought for sure I was going to school yeah, you yeah. know and then even when the draft happened like I didn't know where I was going to be picked like I didn't even know the Marlins were going to pick me like they never talked to me or anything before the draft and then I remember kind of watching it on TV uh and I wasn't even looking at the TV at the time because the Marlins were picking and I was like mm-hmm. I haven't talked to these guys ever like they're not definitely not picking me and then I heard my name on the TV oh like, wow. okay Guess I'm drafted by the Marlins. So then, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I did uh, that same that stuff. You know, right, right before the deadline, yeah. I was going to school. I mean, I mm-hmm. was packing my clothes up. Yeah, 
um, you know, and then you hear your name and then your adrenaline starts rushing and yeah. everything. And know? I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, like I definitely wanted to play pro ball. Yeah. But you're 18 years old. Like I was in high school two months early. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I kind of went all the way down to the deadline. because like, I didn't really know. I didn't really know what they were going to offer me at the time. And once I signed, I, I was like, I think I'll know how this is going to go pretty early on. Yep. Like you'll, you kind of know mm-hmm. inside of you, like if you can hack it or not. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess if this doesn't work out, like I'll just, I'll just go to school, yep. you know, afterwards, yep. like I'll, I'll know after a few years how it's going to go. But I was like, this is really what I want to do. Um, I was okay. like, all right, like well, let's do it and, yep. see, what, and see what happens. And, so you, you got drafted, you ended mm-hmm. up, um, you know, signing and then you go into minor league ball. And this is when, people forget about the draft, the guys that mm-hmm. were drafted a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. Cause you go into this, you know, I mean, Whoever I don't even know best. what you yeah. would call the minor leagues. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's the jungle. The, yeah. The jungle. <laughs> the there jungle. you go. It's the jungle. And, and, and you, so you grind in there, mm-hmm. right? And, and did, did you grind there really? So, cause I mean, you got, you drafted, yeah. drafted in, in, in 10 and you debuted in 13. Yeah. And so I know for me, like I was drafted in 11 and debuted in 14. Mm-hmm. There was real, I had realistically two months that I, I did not play well. Outside of that, I banged yeah. the whole time. For, and so you had to yeah. have done the same thing. For me, it was every, every level, like the first month, month and a half, I would kind of struggle a yep. little bit. Um, and then after that, you would kind of get used to the level and start playing good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really like the, you have to learn how to struggle. I think like a big part of baseball is like learning yeah. how to fail because up until then you haven't really failed a ton because mm-hmm. you're drafted, yeah. like you're doing well, like you kind of dominated high school or wherever you're at. Like you're always kind of the better athlete and just able to succeed. And then, like you said, you're kind of just thrown into this mix and it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter if you're a first round. You pick. don't know who you don't yeah. know anybody. Yeah. And you're just like, here we go. Um, I guess we're doing this thing and, kind of learn how to play i think circumstances kind of helped a little bit like you know what team you're on i don't know if i would have i don't know if i would have been in the big leagues in 2013 if i was anywhere but in miami you know it was kind of just an opportunity as a young player to to play in the big leagues get your feet wet the team wasn't great at the time so they're kind of seeing um what their young players could do and you know obviously if you're in the system of a perennial playoff team or a team that has world series aspirations it's a little bit different like when you come up you're expected to to produce and you got to contribute to you know that goal of the team of making the playoffs Mm -hmm. and like when i came up my first year we lost 100 games yeah so it was a little bit different and and kind of fortunate in the fact that you kind of got to learn on the job a little bit Mm -hmm. you got to fail in the big league see what it was like without those like crazy expectations right away yep and then so much of like so much of this is like getting an opportunity and then when you get an opportunity yeah, taking advantage of it you can't, can't miss it because you don't get a ton of them in mm-hmm. the game like once you once you come up like you kind of have to play well otherwise you kind of get that label of the, the up and down guy or like oh this guy's good in the minor leagues but can't really do it in the big leagues and that might not necessarily be true like it's kind of just timing like if yeah. you feel good at the plate you're gonna play well and if you're yeah. kind of grinding when you get called up like it's gonna be a grind yeah um, it's gonna be a grind yeah and i think in today's game i don't know about you but a lot of these guys just get like when they're in the minor leagues, like they're the next face of the franchise. Yep. They're the savior. Yeah. They're going to be the next, like watch the draft in, in two months. Like yeah. there's so many, 
this guy's the next. This guy's yeah. going to be a perennial 30-30 guy in, in the big leagues. It's I like, think that's what it is. I think to your point is I don't think that part has changed. Right. Like the 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 we those these guys are banging just mm-hmm. like we banged, right? Yeah. But I think the the expectations that people put on them has changed. Yeah. And you just got to let guys play and yeah. in big leagues like they're going to be really good talented players, but yeah. it's so hard to come up to the, the major leagues and play well right away. There's yeah. only a handful of guys that don't really like struggle. Like yeah. everybody kind of comes up and does well for like a week or two and then, then the league kind of figures you out and then you struggle and you just got to adjust. Yeah. And it's just part of being a young player in the big leagues. Like you just have to learn, um, learn on the job and you got to take the ups and downs. And you, so you got to learn from some good guys mm-hmm. from Stanton. Yeah. Stanton. O- Ozuna. Ozuna was a good guy. Hey, that guy can hit. He can, he can hit. flat out he can hit. hit. Yeah. How, what was it like playing in the outfield with him? I, I mean, I, I played with him all the way up through the minor leagues, and I remember him being really, really talented. Like he could do, he could do everything. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of power. He had a great arm. He could run. I was like, damn. And then <laughs> JT too. Like yeah. you play with oh, a lot yeah, of JT, you play with a lot of guys in the minor leagues. We're just like we didn't know it at the time, but we had like eight or nine guys ended up playing in the or still playing in the. Did y'all leagues. play together? Yeah. Andy Barquette was yeah. y'all's manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was he, the manager. He's, uh, he's my hitting coach. Yeah. He used to tell me about Yelly and J. All yeah, you guys. Marisnik was on the team. Oh, J. Yeah. Fernandez, Mark Canna. Like yeah. we had a pretty good. Looking back on it, we had a really talented minor league team. all come through the mar- minors i mean uh, marlins. The marlins yeah all at the same time too wow. like everybody everybody was down there um and we just we didn't know any better at the time but we thought everybody was pretty talented and watching those guys do their thing and then being a young player coming up with those guys in the big leagues is ichiro and then don okay. Malley was the manager yeah, yeah. um you know stanton juan pierre like yeah. all these being around a lot of awesome veteran players kind of showing you the way in the big leagues yeah. early on I mean, Jeff Mathis had a big impact on on my career for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, oh, you had a lot. You were you were around dudes. Yeah, just kind of you. You, you never really wanted to disappoint them either. Like, yeah. they would never get mad at you. They'd be just like, "Come on, man." Yeah, and you'd feel so bad. You're like, but it was oh. pro- that probably was good. That was probably kind of good for you. Yeah, because you know, it kind of like pushed you. Yeah, it, where you, you know? just like didn't want to do anything to where mm-hmm. like they would be disappointed like yeah. you always wanted the veteran players to like you yeah. i felt like and you're just like all right i gotta i gotta lock it in like yeah i can't do that anymore. especially playing but like off the field is the part that that yeah. you really don't want to disappoint them like yeah. you know don't forget the beer forget the beer don't i forgot it in kansas city one time and that's such a far <laughs> that's such a far walk back to the clubhouse it's like a quarter mile back to the clubhouse you're sprinting because like we're gonna leave you if you yeah. don't get back here in time yeah so i'll never forget that um all right so I want to ask this, bro. You had Barry Bonds mm-hmm. as a hitting coach. Yeah. And I had Ken Griffey Jr. as a hitting coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you my experience, and I want to hear about yours. Yeah. So Griff was our hitting coach for Team USA. And obviously we know Griff is Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, when it when he would help us with hitting, because he has all the knowledge in the world. Right. I think sometimes I couldn't understand it. And mm-hmm. he was saying it correctly. Yeah. But I just I because he was King Griffey Jr. and he could do it. Yeah. I think he may have thought that I could do it. Right. And I can't do, you know what I'm saying, some of the things. But he was amazing and all the knowledge that I learned about just purely like taking pitches or how to take pitches or or just how to navigate at bats. Yeah. Like that is stuff that he taught me that 
I mean, it's irreplaceable, you right. know? And so I want to hear about Barry Bonds because a lot of it is not mechanical. A lot of it is, is, is just mental. Thought-based, yeah. I mean, Barry was so, so talented. Like, everything he did, like we talked about earlier about just like simple, repeatable mm-hmm. cues. Like, he had one of the most simple, repeatable swings yeah. of, of all time. And that's why he was able to do what he did. And, like, him talking about hitting and watching him hit, it looked so easy. Like yeah, he would, watching yeah, Griff hit, yeah. He would, like, like, demonstrate, like, the drill or what he was talking about in the cage, and you'd just be watching, like, man, like, this looks so easy. Yeah. And then you'd go in there and try and do it, and you just smother yeah, balls. Yeah, I can't do that. You and know, I just, can't like, do that. He yeah. talked about his top hand a lot and, like, catching the ball mm-hmm, like he would just mm-hmm. be like if i can catch it yeah I can that's, hit his, it. that's his drill right right he, if you can put a glove on and if you can catch it and he's like if i can go from here to here before you throw a ball from 60 feet to the play like i got you he's like you can it doesn't matter how hard you throw like i'm still gonna get you <laughs> and i remember i remember asking him what he thought about the shift i was like barry what do you, what do you think about the shift because that's kind of when the shift was just starting out again like he used to get shifted all the time but mm-hmm. for the most of us. Like we weren't really getting shifted a whole lot back then. I was like, what do you, what do you think about the shift? Okay. He was like, man, the only thing the shift did was stop me from hitting 400. Oh, okay. Right. You can't, you can't catch it if it's in the water. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, so, so it was, it was a great experience. So I want to ask, like, you know, we had, we both won MVP in mm-hmm. 18. Right. And then how has it been? I mean, I guess you kind of touched on it earlier, but, trying to return back to the mm-hmm. MVP form. Like from what I understood earlier is I'm not really trying to do that. I'm just trying to be who I am today. Yeah. Is that kind of, is that kind of where, where, well, where I think you're... you, I think you chase it for a while, yep. you know, yeah, you like, got to spend I, your time chasing it. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've struggled a little bit the last few years, just trying to, to kind of find it again. There's obviously some things that happen, but that's kind of part of sports. Um, you know, going through that stuff. But I think you want to just try and be the best version of yourself yep. and like give what you have that day. You mm-hmm. know, obviously we're all striving to be the best version of ourselves and um you know what we can do out on the yeah. field. And it's just like just finding a way to do that all the time. And you're always constantly working and uh trying to make adjustments to yeah to do that. And like, you know, I still feel like I got a lot in there. A lot in the mm-hmm. tank left. Nice. Um you know, and I'm, I'm, I know you do too. Like we still got a long time to play, especially you. You got, yeah, you, no, I got, you got, I got a, a long time. you got a minute yeah. left. But um, yeah, man. It, in, in a way, like you kind of just have to embrace it. Like yeah. you know, there's obviously the frustrations of it, and um, you know, the expectations coming with have done that, and then you know, signing deals, like everything that comes along with all that. Um, and you just want to be, you just, you just want to be the best version of you, whatever that may be. Um. And you got to put the work in. And then when you put the work in, it is what it is. Yeah. Kind of once the game starts, like you yeah. can't really control that. Else. Like you can control what you do before and how hard you work and your preparation. But then once once it starts, it's like you just got to play. Yeah. And then and and if we don't like if, if we don't play as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw the video when Giannis talked about failure. Yeah. And uh, I want to hear your like your viewpoint. How, like, do you agree with uh, with Giannis when he when he said that? Because, yeah. you know, I, I think you can't just all or nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's steps yeah. in order to get to where you want to get to. I, I mean, I definitely agree with it. And I know, I know it was kind of like a polarizing quote at the time. Like people were either all in on it or like they couldn't have disagreed more, mm-hmm. you know, but 
playing sports, like you know, like there's only one team that wins the championship every right. year. So yeah. did every team fail that didn't win the championship? No. Like yeah. I don't I don't think that's true at all. Um there's definitely teams that do fail. Mm-hmm. There's definitely mm-hmm. teams that have failure of a season. But just because you didn't win at all or you had a team that was super talented and just didn't win at all, it's not necessarily a failure because like in sports, sometimes you just lose. Yeah. Like you just lose. Like it doesn't go your way. They get paid too. Yeah, well, they get paid too. Or like there's there's some luck involved in winning too, oh, especially sure. especially in yeah. the playoffs. Like yeah. you know, there's there's a few plays that decide a game, mm-hmm. and they either You're go your way. Or, they either go your way or they don't. Right. And I think so many times people who cover sports, who analyze sports, fans that watch sports, there always needs to be like in that their mind like somebody to blame. Oh like, yeah, you know, like you sure. can't just you can't just be like, well, they just lost. Like, yeah, you know, like it didn't go their way and they lost. It's yeah. always like it has to be this guy's fault. It's the coach's fault. Yeah. It's this player's fault. Like there always needs to be somebody to blame and to throw instead it on. Of just appreciating that instead of being like, hey, like that team made the plays they needed to make to win. win. This bounce didn't go our way, and it happened. And that's why when you win, it's so special because it's so hard to do, yeah. and so many things need to go right. Like you need guys to be healthy at the right time you need those few plays to go your way like you need to be playing well at the time and so it's not necessarily a failure if you don't win at all like obviously everyone's goal is to win the championship like nobody nobody on the bucks wanted to lose right you know like nobody was going to that game being like well if we win that's cool if we lose that's cool too like obviously they want to win but sometimes when you lose you learn and yeah that's it makes you appreciate the times where you do come out on top mm-hmm. and you do win. So I, I being that I've won two, uh, I've got, been able to win mm-hmm. a couple World Series. Like in those World, world Series, the common thing was we got hot. Yeah. Like we got hot at the right time. And if you get hot at the right time, I don't care what team it is. Right. They're going to win. Yeah. The bounces are going their way. Yeah. The guys are pitching good. You're making all the diving plays, mm-hmm. doing everything the right way, and you're getting yeah. all the two out. You got hits. that two out, second and third hit, yeah. and you score two. You know, so yeah. that, that's we played the Braves in 21, and they beat us, man. They they had 80 something wins coming into the postseason, and um, you get hot. I remember us thinking before we played them, we're like, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a really tough series. Yeah. Everyone thought we were gonna win and end up playing you guys in the LCS. I'm like, ah. We'll see. Like this is gonna be a really, really tough series, and they ended up beating us, and then they ended up winning the whole thing. They just got, they got red hot at the right time and took it the whole way. Yeah. So, all right, bro. So, I want to open up to the chat. Uh, There's a question that says, Mookie, if you weren't a baseball player, you'd be a bowler. What would you be, Yelly? That's a good question. I don't really know, honestly. Like I, I, for for as long as I can remember, I always wanted to play baseball, and like never had a. Never had a plan B, and I I don't know if that's a good thing or a, or a bad thing. Christian Yelich in but, the big leagues, but for the most part, like that's kind of how it has to be. I think like in like we were talking about the minor leagues earlier. Yeah. I kind of found like playing with guys in the minor leagues who had like a plan B or another option would kind of tend to want to take that option mm-hmm. instead of putting it all in. instead of grinding because like you know how it is, dude. Especially back then was. That's a grind. Like Yo. you're on a 13 hour bus ride, you eat dinner when the bus needs gas. Yeah. So that's like yep. that could be 
three in the morning at yeah. an Alabama rest stop, yeah. you know, and you're eating whatever was Waffle House. Yeah, whatever's on the yeah, rotisserie exactly. that, that yeah. was there all day that nobody else wanted. You're like, well, I guess that's my dinner. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't really want it, then you kind of tend to maybe gravitate towards yeah. that other option. And it was just like, well, here we are. Like this yeah. is there's this is the only option because you're competing against guys that where that is really the only mm-hmm. option. Like they are all in. So if you can't match that all in, then I just feel like it's not going to go as well for you. Yeah, I mean, in in due time, you'll f- you'll find out what you want to do. You know, yeah, what I mean, you really want to do. Yeah, and post baseball, like who knows what that ends up being? Yeah, you like know. you know, I'm not. I know I'm not going to play baseball forever. So um, obviously, you get into some stuff afterwards. But my mindset as a kid or in the minor leagues was like, I'm I'm going all in on this, and we'll see what happens yeah. after. <laughs> all right. So, what about well, who's your favorite artist? To listen to. Um. I'm not really the clubhouse DJ. I think we got a bunch of guys in there that that have a good mix. It's usually for us. It's whoever's starting that day. Oh, kind exactly. of okay. Plays, yeah, that's normal. Yeah, that's they normal. kind of play yeah. the stuff. So, you know, being in baseball, you you get to listen to all kinds of stuff. From yeah, country to Latin music to rap. <laughs> like you got a little bit. You, you get, get a little well bit of versed in music. Yeah, which is kind of cool actually. You get you get a, you, you learn a bunch of a bunch of songs that maybe you wouldn't listen to yeah. normally. Um, and then you hear them like when you go out somewhere and like oh yeah, like, you oh, know okay cool yeah. That's how I learned about Bad Bunny back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> the Latin guy. Yeah. All right. So if MLB players were in a slam dunk contest, who do you choose would win? I feel like Amir Garrett would be a pretty good would like be a pretty pretty good choice. I feel uh, like the same thing. He used to kind of do that when he came in from yeah, he from, did came it. from he the bullpen. Yeah. So I was like, I'll I'll pick you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could probably dunk, but no, I wouldn't win a, a you slam, wouldn't win the dunk contest. Dunk. Yeah, I would. No. I wouldn't win. I gotta stand there and watch it a couple of years ago because because yeah, yeah. Coniston used me as a yeah, prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He jumped was over that, me. Was that was that dope? That was super dope. Were you nervous? A little bit. I had to do was stand there. Well, there was another one. Like, if he advanced, there was one where it was kind of gonna. I was gonna have to flip him a ball oh. while he did a three sixty, and he was gonna catch it with his glove and dunk a basketball at the same time. That would have been rough. right. So a lot of that was nice. on me to like flip it good and at the right time. The other one, I kind of just had to stand there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that one was pretty easy. But I remember, I remember when he did it. I couldn't. I didn't know if he made it or not mm-hmm. because I couldn't see. Like he yeah, grabbed yeah. the ball, like my head kind of goes down. And he dunked it, and like the crowd reaction is kind of the same whether you make it or not. So, like, I remember him doing it, and I kind of, like, look up, like, did we make it? (laughs) And then he was, like, he was all fired up. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, all right, sweet, we made it. And then the next one would have been a little bit of pressure if I had to flip him because, hey, your your dunk contest kind of relies on my flipping ability right now, so I don't want to mess it up for you. So what about who, uh, who do we feel like is the best player we've played with? Oof. Or against either one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard not to say the obvious, the Mike Trouts, the Otani. Yeah, those guys you know, are pretty. It's hard not to say. Those that. guys are pretty. We just played. We just played Mike and and Shohei. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Like, what what Shohei is doing right now is it's incredible. It's in- honestly, like to to be able to to throw a hundred and two miles an hour and then hit forty homers in the shows. I don't know how you could do that. I definitely couldn't do that. And then. What Mike's done consistently for the last 10, 11 years is, is pretty impressive too. Um, and just just sharing a field with those guys is, is, is pretty yeah. cool. Um, you know, I got to play with Ichiro back in the day, which, yeah. was, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was pretty cool to see him get 3,000 hits. Um, you know. I'd, say, I'd, say, I'd say a lot of th- those guys, mm-hmm. right, 
they're, they, they weren't the fat. They're not the fastest. Mm-hmm. They're not the strongest. They're not the most athletic, but they do it all Everything. together Everything. every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they don't, you, they don't go hit the most impressive BPs. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Mike Trout isn't going throwing everybody out, right? No. But he throws guys out and he hits 40 every year. You know what I'm saying? He hit the quietest 40 homers in the league last year. Uh, no one talked about it. Three. And then you like look up and you had 40 homers. Yeah. And he missed like 40 years. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's not even just like, I feel like the, the people that I've, I've played with, I've seen a lot of very talented people, but as far as just putting it all together, you know, those guys – you know, the, the obvious guys are, are, are the best ones that I've played with. I think, yeah. I mean, you're kind of one of them too, dude. But when you watch the, when you watch the, when you watch the star players, like when you, it's kind of just different. Like everybody plays the game, but when, when you get like the superstar level players, like the game just looks different when yeah. they play it. Um, I can't really describe what it is. Like, I don't know if, if you agree, like when, when they hit or when they're doing like the game just looks a little bit yeah. different. Like, like they're controlling. Like, yeah. We're going to see what he does. Yeah. Not what, not what our guy's doing. Like, okay, we got to see what he does. Hopefully he doesn't hit a home run. Hopefully he right. doesn't, you know, yeah, like hopefully he gets himself out. Yeah. <laughs> you know know gonna, and it's hard. It's, you know? That's real though. I think everybody would say the same thing. Especially yeah. against Or like the ball comes off different yeah, or like, they hit you it, know, yeah. like even out, like you said, even, outs are a little bit different yeah like, yeah um, i know exactly what you're saying it's like to a normal person or like a, it's it's kind of hard to describe that but when you play like the game kind of looks different to yeah. some guys so what about this uh would you ever want to take a slide down the slide after you hit a home run like run up there after yeah <laughs> call time out yeah just, <laughs> just run up there up would you the, want to do that to the third deck <laughs> I don't know. No, the the way it. baseball's going, you never know these days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by the time we're done playing, maybe it's like a full on, full on skit. Before I let you go, bro, tell me about your charity. You got a charity, yeah, coming up soon. Charity event yeah, coming soon. Tell me about it. So yeah, it's the it's the first one. Um, we meant to do it a few years ago, but obviously with COVID and everything that kind of happened, it, it wasn't really possible. But um, it's just a charity to raise money for uh, you know facilities redoing baseball fields in Milwaukee. Um, so kids have an opportunity to play on, on good fields and, and, and renovate them and, um, you know, maybe have some stuff go towards like an indoor bubble to where, you know, it gets cold here in the winter and uh-huh. have an opportunity to have a, have a place where they can play inside and, and kind of get better at what they do. You yeah. know, being from, you know, there's places, California, Arizona, Florida, like all these baseball hotbeds, you can play year round in some places you just don't really have that opportunity, whether it's facilities or, um, you don't have a place to go. So, just working on on giving kids the the opportunity to uh, you know play sports year round here and um, raise some money so they have some better facilities. Nice, yeah, right, bro. Thank you, uh, thank you for coming on, man. No, thanks thank for, you for having episode me, one. This has been uh, super dope. Uh, I want to thanks to thank the fans for uh, joining. Make sure you follow Bleacher Report for more content, for more on base content. We will be doing this throughout the season. So uh, shout out to Christian Yelich for joining us, and uh, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for having me, dude. Hope it was, hope it was a good first one. We had oh, a lot, lot, of, pr- lot amazing, of pressure bro. being the first one. So yeah, it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. <laughs>